Hey, yo, and here we go. Another episode of We Talk Music is on the air and in your ear. Once again, I am Martin, and I'm joined by the king of the casters, Mr. Brett Podcast. And Brett, we are uh, fortunate because we're going to get a chance today to talk to not only one of the most talented musicians out there, but also one of the nicest guys. That's right. And not besides both of those things, he's also one of the one of the busiest. He's, uh, you know, for us, I, I swear, the hardest working man in show business. He is here to talk about the new Edge of Forever album, Seminole, that's coming out on January 21st. Alessandro Del Vecchio. Alessandro, so glad to have you back. How are you? I'm very good. And thank you for always the nice words. Uh, can we do an interview every day so that my ego? <laughs> oh, absolutely! You bet. I mean, if let's be honest, I mean, if you want to talk to people who love your work and and are always happy to to see a project coming through with your name on it, then absolutely talk to us because because we're gonna be there for you. Um, so that's about once a month a uh, project with your name gone comes through. Well, that that happens quite often. So sometimes even more than <laughs> once a month. Yes. So <laughs> we we should do a like a monthly episode with only myself. <laughs> I I, yeah, I would totally do that. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's just set it up. We'll talk about all your new stuff. We can talk about some. Well, you know, because one of the things that that I mean, I mean, and we're going to talk about the great album soon. But I'm I'm really interested, like. Do you find time to listen to music yourself? And if so, like, what the heck are you listening to when you're just puttering around? I mean, training for your marathons, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, first of all, I, I, I don't uh, listen to the genre and the world I live in. So I rarely listen to hard rock or heavy metal or um, AUR, melodic rock. Simply because I want to clean myself and I would I just want to find inspiration from, you know, other genres. Uh, I'm a big lover of, of Americana, which is my big love because I love the stories, the lyrics and the, you know, the general atmosphere. atmosphere. Now, my 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 favorite group is Larkin Poe. I don't know if you know Larkin Poe. The two, oh. two they're they're phenomenal. Great singers. One of the girls plays guitar. The other one plays slide guitar. And they're fantastic. And I, I really love uh, this, you know, the Southern rock bands like Holman Brothers and, you know, and, and uh, Derek Trucks is one of my favorite guitarists. He has a band with his wife, Susan Tedeschi, called Tedeschi Trucks Band, which is my favorite overall band. So I'm not I'm not into the. Uh, you know, even if I obviously I love rock and I love hard rock and heavy metal, but I'm uh, I'm always trying to find inspiration into something else when I when I have to listen to something else. But most of the day I don't listen to anything. Like when I'm training, right now I don't I I, I don't bring my earbuds with me anymore because it, it's that that would be music overload. And uh, you know I tend to listen to music during my uh, work time during the day. So if I take a break, I just put on Spotify and maybe I just listen to the top 40 uh, new hits just to see what's happening in the world and to keep my ears fresh. But at, at home, I basically listen to Americana or blues like Eric Gales or Joe Bonamassa, these kind of guys. Uh, if you listen to John Hyatt, he's Americana. He's my favorite. 
Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of Eric Gales. Wow, I mean, that guy's a talented uh, player Eric for sure. Is, it uh, is for oh my God, the songs, the rewrites. I saw, I saw him on uh, on uh, on a concert in uh, 2019, and I was, I, I was like, oh, it's not po-. the whole concert. I was like, oh, it's not possible. It's so, <laughs> so good. And I'm I know. so see him also. You know, with this, you know, Joe Bonamassa uh, connection thing that's, you know, is rising up. I wish, I really wish him the best. He deserves to be, you know, a guitar star all over the world. I've seen him in like little clubs and I've seen him grow and it's fantastic to see, you know, an old, let's say old artist grow up and stick to the, you know, to his uh, plan for so many years, going from, you know, from the little clubs up to the big arenas. I'm so happy to see him grow like that. Mm-hmm. I, I know for myself, I always have a song running through my head for the moment I get up until I go to bed. It, I, sometimes it's a song I haven't listened to in years and they just show up. And right now, Shift of Paradigm is running through my head. It, it's just going right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's no question. It's, it's stuck in there. so easy. It's, it's, it's such a good song. It's but right that, there in mine, too. You know, it's, oh, it's really? just like, it's yeah. Just, oh, like, honored and humbled to, to hear this. Do you uh, have music running through your head all the time? Is it your own music or music you're working on or uh, coming up with? Well, um, well, I always have music in my head. Sometimes it's just ideas that I hear and I just put down into a song. Or, you know, most of the times, because I, I listen to so many songs that sometimes I hear a song and the whole day I'm like, oh, my God, what is that song? What's the artist? <laughs> sometimes it's not even the whole song. It's just a, a line or a section of a line and I, and I go like oh, I know what it is I know what it is but it's you know most of the times I have to surrender to the fact that it's it's just ah, I cannot get it <laughs> do you ever do that with your own stuff like with the with the music that you're working on where you'll kind of be like you might have like the most of a chorus say working through your head and you'll just like, it'll be over and over and over that you run through it. And you just, you know that you need to actually finish it before you can move on and do anything else. Yeah. 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 I mean, it happens sometimes that it happened few times that like in the middle of the night, I wake up uh, and I have a song like one time in a dream, I was dreaming of writing a song. And I had this course and in the dream, I was like, you know, like a sort of inception, the movie. I was in a dream, in a dream, in a dream. <laughs> and, uh, and I was telling myself, oh, you got to wake up because you got to put this down. Because you, if you if it if it goes away, it's gone and it's the best course you've ever written. And I woke up and I recorded the chorus on uh, on my on my on my cell phone and that song is locked out of paradise by revolution saints and I, and still today when i listen to that chorus i'm like oh my god if, if the world knew that it came through a dream but i guess it's you know it's the nature of the song right you know the songwriter's nature is like that every time you're around you can be inspired by so many things and uh you know, especially if I'm writing mode, I wake up and I'm, you know, excited to write. So 
you know, ideas come, come show up, just, they just show up in my head. Do you ever write something down and you think it's great? And then you come back to it and you go, what was I thinking? <laughs> this is not so good. I have, I have a whole folder in my computer in the studio that's full of songs that didn't make it. There's probably hundreds of those. Oh, wow. Never make, made it. Yeah, or songs that were, you know, rejected and, you know, they, they weren't that good. And uh, I got to accept that. And uh, sometimes I just go back to the lyrics and, you know, just to see if, you know, the the lyrics were right, but the song was wrong or the other way around to try to save some work from the past. But normally when it's gone, I just put it in my back. And I know that, you know, I'm not I'm not like a candle that I'm going to burn out. So I know that, you know, the more the more I do it, the more inspiration will come. That's what I've learned in the last 10 years, because the more I train my habit, it more uh, it becomes more natural and uh, and ideas come. Sometimes I wake up and I'm like zero inspiration, but then I sit down at the piano and uh, I start jamming and going around and things show up again simply because I created a habit. So I also accept that, you know, writing so much can mean that not all the songs are fantastic and <laughs> some, some not, might not make it. So I, when I write something, there are songs that I'm very sure about, but there are also other songs that I just, it's just so fast and I write them so fast that I accept that they might not take it. So now when it comes to Seminole, and I mean, let's talk about this album because it's a fantastic way to start 2022 to, uh, to be able to hear the music. So when you're writing those songs, especially when it comes to the to the uplifting and positive nature of them, but also just the the whole Native American culture. Like, what made you go in and kind of, you know, what what has kind of brought your love for that out? Well, um, since I was a kid, I, w- I was always um, attracted by, you know, the, the deep connection that uh, Native people, uh, nations had with nature and with the elements and uh, mother earth and the universe so this big bond with uh, all with everything basically so that uh, all you did was then related to yourself anyway even if you were doing something to uh, a tree that action would lead and come back to you somehow and that that always fascinated me and that 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 basically ignited uh, a, a big curiosity for the Native American cultures and I started to study and I found a philosophy a real true deep philosophy behind it and I, I have tattoos of native uh, themes all over all over my body and because it really changed the way I was looking at the world because I, I realized that uh, what what is missing in the world right now, it's uh, a bigger connection with our, you know, you can call it, you know, great spirit or you can call it God or you can call it Buddha or <laughs> any way you want to call it. But there's a very uh, great disconnection between 
the good nature of the universe and the balance of the universal laws compared to what we do <laughs> in our lives. I mean, today we're so divided, disconnected and detached from life simply because we're distracted. We have so much and so many inputs that, you know, life has become full of optionals and we lose ourselves. And, in, and you know, if, if you think that, uh, you know, in, in the past, the populations that didn't know richness as we know it in the Western culture didn't have anxiety, didn't have depression, didn't have, you know, uh, sadness out of nothing. But today in, in our world, you know, there are people just, you know, uh, fighting against the anxiety and depression because it's difficult to live in a world full, full of optionals. And, uh, and seminal as a concept is, you know, is we're, we're willing to give a different outlet for our happiness in our life and try to find happiness into, you know, what it's in our control. And we forget that the only thing that we can control is not money because that's something that's coming to us or whoever is going to love us. That's their decision or what the government is going to do or what the weather is going to be. That is not in our control. And when we think we, we lost control of those things, it's when we should realize that we never had it. We only control our reaction to adversities. And uh, and Seminole is about that. Songs like Shift the Paradigm or Get Up on Your Feet Again, they're about shifting the paradigm of doing wrong because we think we can control everything, but we don't control, we basically don't control anything but ourselves and our actions and reactions to adversities. At what point did you kind of know that this was going to be the message for this album? Well, uh, you know, the, I also wrote it in the press release. I said, you know, the story of the seminal warrior that I talk about could be the story of myself, the story of anybody that that can relate to it, because we all face the same struggle. We all face the same fight to be happy and to do something good for our community, for our world, for our environment. Big or small, we all want to do, we all want to see our lover be happy, our kids be happy, um, our friends enjoy our, our company. We all want to be accepted and we all would benefit and would love to see a world that's ruled by peace instead of war. And uh, basically, the you know, before the pandemic, I was living in Florida and that is the land of the Seminole. So basically, the, the, the story of the Seminole is the story of myself facing the pandemic, facing the adversities and relating um, myself to to the whole world and um, and realizing that uh, the, the the good of everybody cannot happen if we're unhappy and if we're uh, living in a world that's dividing us 
because unity will always make us strong and division will make us weak. And a good analogy for that is that the Seminole nations uh, saved and rescued and uh, hid the slaves from the north during their wars. They, they were fighting against uh, Europeans because they were trying to the Spanish and, and English. They were trying to get Florida from them. But in the middle of this big madness, they still found the strength and the love to rescue another uh, community that was suffering the same uh, same trouble and the same uh, abuse. And that that is a very fascinating part of the Seminole because they were very resistant to to their oppressors, but they fought hard and but still they found time to help somebody else. You know, while trying to save themselves, they helped some other people. So that is, you know, that is a great mirror of what we should be today. And we're not. We're, you know, we're divided. Uh, I mean, if you if you think about all the division between Provax and Novax today, that's crazy. That's crazy. It's like dividing Christians and non-Christians or Buddhists or, you know, it's wrong. It's we're all we're all humans. We're all facing the same struggle from day one. We all want to be happy and we all want to survive and we all want to succeed in our own little mission uh, and big or small the mission doesn't change the way we react to happiness and uh, that is the story behind the album the, the album and uh, and it talks about the seminal because I started to have this story when I was in Florida and when I came back to Europe I was uh, putting down ideas and uh, and I was watching the world because I saw two sides of the you know the world from the U.S. to Europe. And every morning I was waking up and I was trying to navigate through all this negativeness that <laughs> that was around. Like you turn on the TV and you better you better you know put your burn. crash helmet on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Turn on your social media and. It's bad news after bad news, and it's all we're we're all uh, we're we're triggered by this this negative news, and uh, and then we will we we'll repost that we we'll repost those news, and we write our own post, going like, oh, this this disaster and this and that, and so bad, and we're. You know, we're fed with negativity. So, and I wanted to give a completely different output for, you know, planting a seed of change and going like, well, okay, you know, life is bad. We all know it. But if we keep telling us, telling ourselves that life is bad, we will never be over. So we better step out of the madness and just look at life for what it is and life is a very simple circle of you know getting on this planet 
breathing and you know until your your last breath and we all want to love we all want to be happy that's very simple we don't we're not born with the desire to kill to exploit to discourage to <laughs> to destroy to go to war i mean if you talk to a kid they would never you know like a two year old kid they would never say you know you want to go to war to die for your country they would say no because that's something they were taught to and 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 i'm not i'm not saying that that is wrong because i really appreciate the military that go you know fighting for a better planet we we also need that but we have to rem- remind ourselves that that is not a a primal uh instinct our primal instinct is just to survive in a little space and be happy and love that that's all we need and uh, but in the madness of nowadays it's uh we're, we forget about it because we're were fed with all this with thousand info every day and news and this and that and every day there's a war somewhere or riot or this or that oh my god that's uh that that would that would make even the even gandhi even gandhi would become negative if if he kept on sticking to 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 that plan which is you know it's very easy to to you know to keep on you know going like oh you know life is tough oh well it's tough for everyone well life you know life is is not easy especially nowadays because we all have these big goals like the big house or you know the, the cool car or we all want to be accepted and for and nowadays st- standards are so freaking unreachable that's you know oh my god i don't know how these kids are going to cope with that you know i'm i'm 40 almost 43 years old so i feel like i'm already on the other side of the of the barricade going like well you know i'm settled but how can a kid nowadays find the strength to cope with all these influencers you know driving their ferrari if you're just driving your your regular car i mean that's that's and 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 that is why life is tough it's tougher than it should mm-hmm. it sounds like your time in america really affected you but it was good for your personal growth just to see that culture how long were you living there I I lived there for three years, but I've been going back and forth from the U.S. for 20 years, and um, and I love the U.S. I love the 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 atmosphere and, and the energy that you can feel in some places. But oh my God, what a land of division! What a land of the opposite! You know, you you walk. You walk in Hollywood, that breaks my heart. If you go to LA with all those, you know, homeless and you know, right in front of the big rich high tech guy, and then I mean, it's all, it's that is, you know, the land of uh, the land of division. You know, it's it's crazy. Uh, you know, it's uh, 
especially for the kids. I mean, I can take it. But for the kids, how can they grow mentally sane with such uh, competition on uh, even on the little stuff, even on the way you you dress, even on the way you 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 have your nails. I mean, it's uh, it's too much. And uh, yeah, and that time was really was really inspirational on one side because I loved living in Florida. It's a great place to live in, but but also it really told me, you know, the you know how how much of a big lie the American dream actually is. And you know, we especially Italians were, you know, we all, we have this we have, you know, this instinct that's I don't know why we have it, but we're we're always looking at, you know, foreign countries and we always disrespect our own little place. We we go like, oh, you know, life in Germany or life in here or there. But then we don't realize that we live in a fantastic place that's got, you know, one of the um, the healthiest places on earth. It's got the sea, the mountains, it's got everything and great culture. And when I came back, I was like, oh my God, thank <laughs> you. Thank you that I'm back. And uh, I can, and I really appreciated the the European culture and roots even more. Back to the album itself, uh, the guitar work, uh, is it Aldo Bonoboli? Lenobile. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sorry. It's, it's fantastic. Can you tell us about him? Well, uh, Aldo is a, is a very talented musician and artist overall. Besides being a great person, we share the same positive mental attitude. We share the same philosophy. Even if we're different, we're very close spiritually. And um, he's a fantastic guitarist. And I... And I love that he he, he put uh, his heavy influences into our sound, still retaining those great melodic solos that sometimes become a song in the song. I, I mean, my, my favorite moments in the song, in our songs, it's the guitar solo, because I know that Aldo is, is going to take the song somewhere else that totally unexpected. And um, and. Uh, I feel very privileged. I mean, my my bandmates are. I couldn't ask for more talented and and great great musicians and great persons. Uh, I love to be with them. Even just hanging around with them is great. But musically, they they really set the bar so high that I'm even more inspired to do more things with our band. Well, it's interesting because I mean Aldo's work on on the other stuff like Secret Sphere, uh, like the Archon Angel and stuff like that. I mean, he's such a great producer in and of his own right. So, was there a moment? I mean, for you, I mean, the super producer of all super producers, I think. But uh, but like, was there a moment where like having him around kind of made you want to raise your game a little bit? Well, it's always you know the secret of everything I've done in my life is to to always surround myself with people that were better than than myself and in some sort of camps. 
And, you know, it's like when I worked with uh, Revolution Saints for the first album and Jack Blades, I was in the studio producing Jack Blades, one of my favorite producers and songwriters. And at, at one point at dinner, I was like, ah, Jack, I'm, I'm pretty stoked <laughs> that I'm producing my, my favorite producer. <laughs> and and uh, he was very cool. It was like, well, you know, Ale, you know, I'm learning a lot from you and you're learning a lot from me. And that's the game of music. We should always, you know, uh, exchange energy and put a little fire, you know, behind our back so that, you know, we feel the urge of always doing better. That's why I have great musicians with me on all these records because I don't want to be the, you know, the, I don't want to be the producer and, you know, my musicians are, you know, underneath my, you know, under my command. I don't like that. I want to, I want to feel like I'm, I'm a little behind and I have to, you know, put some energy, some more work in order to break through and get the best of them. How confident then in uh, in your own vocals are you as you go into an album like this, that you can do what you want to do vocally? Well, that's, you know, Edge of Forever is, a, is, a, uh, is, is my own habitat. So it's very natural for me. It's my little den. So what I write for Edge of Forever is what it's literally naturally channeling out of myself. So that is very easy. The 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 whole album, I I probably sang the whole album in ten days. Wow. Max. And um uh it's a I I take the luxury of doing what what I want and uh, not having uh uh, you know, beside my band, not having not having anybody to, you know, to please around, that really helps the the whole atmosphere when we work together because we're like free to do things that we wouldn't do probably on on other albums. I know that some of the songs that are on Seminole, I wouldn't be able <laughs> to shop them to other artists, like a song like Wrong Dimension. Uh, it's uh you know it's an eight minute uh epitrack that's not commercial in that sense, and I take the luxury of doing whatever i want on uh, on on with my band and uh and i'm and i'm i think it's pain it's paying off the freedom i think you can feel that we're working in a in a free environment without any you know, outside negative influence. And we're like sticking to our, you know, to our talents and a song like Seminole, the, the, the four piece song. Uh, I think it, it talks pretty evident for, you know, the freedom and, uh, and the luxury that we're taking and the, the risk we like to take with those kind of songs. Then we have, you know, shift the paradigm which is, you know, commercial hard rock that's very melodic. It's got, you know, great hooks. And, you know, and we know that we have our strength there, but also we know that we have our strength into more progressive elements. And, uh, you know, in, in my 
very modest opinion, uh, Edge of Forever can can be like uh, like like a band like Kansas that we can go a little more progressive and a little more commercial and we get our you know musician thing going on, but then we have the simplest you know piano ballad ever. And or, you know, we have the three vocal harmony. We're we're trying to do something in a natural way, but but that nobody else is doing. You know, that is my that is my ultimate goal that, you know, when when you talk about Edge of Forever, you talk about a sound that other bands don't have, like um, a sound like Made It Through. I don't think. You know, you can generally hear in our world a song like that, you know, and if you took it out of the whole record, it could it might have been uh, misunderstood. But in in the context of our record, it's all part of the same story. Made It Through is probably my favorite song on the album. I mean, I do. The the Seminole Suite is is absolutely amazing, and I love the fact that you were willing to end with that. But yeah, Made It Through definitely has uh, so many great moments in it. One of my favorites, too. It's right up there. One of my three favorites, we'll say. <laughs> Which are the three favorites? Uh, well, I like Another Salvation as well. I kind of like that, that Made It Through, Shift of Paradigm, and Another Salvation. For me, that's, I mean, that's where you're probably at melodic rock wise, you know, yeah. with the gang vocals and the, the, the big hooks. And that's my universe where I live, you know. And uh, that to me is just, a, it hit that and I just went, it's just, wow, I have to listen to this again and again. Yeah, Made It Through is a, is a special song because, you know, we don't have a ballad on the album. Like, no, uh, that's right. A carry like. Ballad. We always had ballads, but we we don't have a ballad and made it through. Uh, and Breath of Life are probably the closest thing you can get to a ballad, but they're not typical ballads. And made it through is is a song of hope in uh, in a very dark place, and uh, it's the it's the message to the universe that whenever we're in trouble. We'll always make it through and we'll always be out, outside of the trouble, looking back and just, you know, feeling the energy of, you know, getting this sense of accomplishment out of such trouble. So hopefully it's a good message to the universe for the moment we're living in and we'll, we'll look back probably in, in a few months or years, we don't know, and just say, well, you know, we made it through where, you know, we were able to, no matter no matter the madness, to stay sane and safe during war, during, you know, a pandemic or during, you know, a disease or, you know, uh, heartbreaks. It can be anything. It's such an important message to put out there, I think, especially right now when so many people are struggling over the last couple of years, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I'm very grateful that, you know, the, the, the pandemic for me has been a blessing because 
it put me on back on the ground. I was taking 80 flights a year, traveling all over the world, touring here, there. One day I was in Canada, one day I was in Spain, and the day after was in, I was in Florida. And I was enjoying doing that, but it, it, gave, it totally took me out of a regular life. And the pandemic gave me the opportunity to sleep in my own bed for two years, which has been a luxury, but it really taught me that I was that I was running. I was running around. And and my first question when I realized that I didn't have the 80 and more gigs that I had planned, my first question to myself was like, okay, so what about now? Who are you? Are you the musician on tour? Are you this? Are you that? Are, are you or that is just a reflection of you, of who you are. And now it's time to step back and become some, someone that is a musician on tour, but it's also a producer. But at night, at home, is always happy because he made the best out of the day. And uh, it totally shifted the way I was looking at the world, looking at people, at love, at relation, at uh, music and and friends and everything. And uh, I'm very grateful that out of a very painful moment, uh, I came out with, uh, with a, a totally renewed energy. It wasn't easy, but I, I wish I could, you know, I could give that to everyone because you know i i i cannot even imagine what what it means to you know lose your wife or or parents because of this covid and and your word is gone you know the day before you you had a you know a family and the day after you don't have it anymore but also that should really tell us that that life isn't just about the pandemic, but that could have been something else. And the universe always tries and tends to balance life and death because that's the circle of the whole existence of everything we see. So we should really be uh, appreciating and grateful of even the little small details that we have. And... uh, appreciate the people we have around that love ourselves and if we if the whole world even just appreciate people who care for who care for us we wouldn't have depression because we would always find strength in the love we get because we're you know we shouldn't be alone unfortunately the you know this world is going in the wrong direction but <laughs> You know, naming my song that's talking about that. But, you know, we should we should really find, uh, you know, unity, unity, even in, you know, we're, we cannot we cannot do this alone. But, you know, we think we can do it. And sometimes we feel like the world is, you know, just leaving us alone or throwing us out of the big game. But, uh, you know, where it's we're. We're just seeing everything from the wrong dimension. If we saw 
you know, all the people that love us. And or if we don't have people that love us or we're surrounded by people that don't support us, just get them out of our life and fight to find good people. There's so many good people around that we should just stick to them. But, you know, it's the human nature. Sometimes it's, it's crazy. We like people that hate us. <laughs> I mean, we fall in love with the wrong person we, when we're stuck there. And, you know, but, you know, I hope we can, you know, I can plant a seed just from my own little humble story of, you know, of uh, renewal and renaissance out of, you know, madness. Because at the beginning of the pandemic was, to, I mean, for musicians, it was like, you know, <laughs> One day, you you know, you're like a touring musician playing on stage, you know, like living the dream. And then the day after, you're the guy with a mask going to, you know, the grocery store with, without money in your pocket because your whole world is gone. And we thought it would be gone for a few months. And now it's gone for two or more years. Two years, yeah. And yeah. it's like it's going to be gone for three years and we don't know when it's going to be over. So... You know, we have to we have to go back to the real values of life. Otherwise, we'll you know it's it's too tough, and it well, takes you, it takes work to go back and to live. A, go, oh, sorry, I thought you were done. Well, I'm just wondering, will you go back to 80 flights a year when you when we're past this? Do you think, or have you learned a different way to balance your your career? Well, I I. That's what I'm working on. You know, I really you know, want to uh, see myself in a few years looking back and, you know, going like, well, Ale, you made it through. It wasn't easy. But and, you know, and my biggest pride is that I'm, I'm you know, all the, I, I really pride myself with uh, kind of being, you know, the mentor for all the session musicians that I worked with and the, my bandmates. And I know that I have that I have something to share with them because I, it's not just work that I give them. It's, you know, the, the, the chance to express themselves. And that is why I'm always looking outside, you know, checking what musicians are doing. And I'm always supporting all, all the other musicians because I'm, I'm not in the music business for the business or for the race. I mean, because I'm completely in love with every single cell of myself with music. I'm in love with music and I can smell somebody else's love for music. And that's why I'm not fighting that. And I'm I'm opening, you know, my my little uh, my little world to anybody that's got the same love or even more love for music. And uh, and I hope I can uh, beside, you know, writing lyrics and songs that can be inspirational also help, you know, a community and uh, and people, you know, uh, if you can imagine all the musicians that, OK, I produced, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 records in the last two years. Can you imagine all the people that could work because of those records? And I'm so grateful that 
you know, Frontiers is giving me these opportunities that on the other side I can help musicians that couldn't tour and uh, and or that toured and never had the time to to be seen on records. And I mean, that is the, the, the greatest pride that I have for my work. It's not just, you know, oh, okay, I produced another record. It's the feeling of, you know, knowing that I'm doing something for the community. Uh, maybe it's just a little, a little, you know, <laughs> action, but I know what it feels to be a musician and uh, to be a musician and not having the right chance. And, you know, if I can give a chance to someone, that is something that I really want to do. Now, do you think that between your positive attitude and your fitness, because, I mean, it it's like it can't be easy to schedule all of the projects that you do in your day, and plus to, to be able to schedule your life and all of that stuff. So do you think that it's like the positive outlook and the fitness that allow you to do all of the things that you do in your life? Yes, you know, I would lie, say no, because every time, you know, I'm even if it's strange to hear that, but I'm lazy by nature and I would eat all junk food all day long. <laughs> like I like being healthy, the fitness, but I like a cake way more. <laughs> what I call the pizza cake, which is three, four pizzas, one on top of each other. And, you know, you make a big cake with four pizzas. But every time... I, how could I not have done that? That sounds like me. Yeah, when I finished, when I finished my last marathon, that was my biggest goal, to eat a... a, a a pizza cake. I was like, well, after burning 7,000 calories, maybe. Yeah, yeah it's okay. <laughs> a pizza cake. But every time I fall into that path, I suddenly become disorganized, uh, uninspired. Everything becomes tough. Everything becomes slow. And, you know, like uh, for my, my New Year's resolution was I want to get for the final time, healthy and not doing the yo-yo effect going, you know, because uh, I, I did the marathon in October and then for three months I ate junk for ev every day I was eating, you know, like all the wrongest stuff. And I ended up getting hypertension. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> really? I mean, the universe... Talk to me. So my New Year's resolution was, okay, one last time, let's breathe and let's make it organized. Because I re I look like I'm organized from the outside, but my my world is madness. It's chaos, which I can only manage if I'm really in the moment. And if I want to be in the moment, I cannot be... I cannot be on the wrong fuel, unfortunately. And fortunately, because I have an addictive uh, personality. So uh, if I like pizza, one pizza is not enough. <laughs> so I better train myself to, to like tofu. 
at least I the the damage is smaller. But uh, but yes, uh, I I totally I I gotta give uh, all all the credit to the positive mental attitude and uh, you know the clean plant based vegan lifestyle because that really changed the game for me because every day I'm in the moment and um you know I I. I know I'm not probably the, the funniest guy because I, you know, I never, I'm never loose. I'm, I'm always in the moment I, because I never drank, I never smoked, I never did drugs. So I'm like, you know, I'm like the guy that drinks water at parties. So I'm, I'm the one that doesn't dance. I'm the one that's, you know, sitting on the chair drinking water. While everybody's, you know, drinking beer or or this, but I accepted. Uh, I had to fight with it, but I accepted that I'm functioning at my best only when I'm staying to the program. And unfortunately, my program that works is very, you know, very scheduled and very clean. And, uh, you know, I have hypertension and diabetes running in my family. So I have, I know that if I'm fueling that, that I will get on the same path. But, uh, I, I have so many things to do with music and with myself that, you know, I, I want to be in the moment. Wow. I mean, I, now I, yeah. I know we're here to talk Edge of Forever and, and Seminole, and it's great. I just want to talk about pizza now. We only got much time left with you. How is pizza? In, how is pizza in Florida compared to Italy? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've been in places in America and Canada where pizzas were good. Not as good as the real deal, but but good, like good, like a good Italian pizza. But, oh my God <laughs> you know nothing nothing against you know because it's very easy to say, oh American food is bad and this and that, but the truth is that Italian food is is incredibly good in Italy because of the climate and the water and the air. There are some foods that are there's a reason why they're born and they taste like that in a certain place of the world. It's like Chinese food. I've never been in China, but everybody goes like, oh, if you never you never tasted Chinese food because in China it's going to be a whole different level. And I guess with pizza it's the same. But any pizza is good for the pizza cake. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> the layers. That's that's the best lesson that that we could take for this whole this whole show. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Alessandro, it's so wonderful, and and I was so happy to see the picture of you with Yorn. I love Yorn, and I'm and you know we need more music from him, but uh, but you need right now to tell everybody where they can find Seminole and how they can keep up with you. And uh, I mean, I know they'll find you because you're all over the place, but please tell everybody. Yeah, um, um, Seminole is coming out on the 21st of January. It can be found on CD and vinyl. Uh, it's on Spotify, YouTube, on all uh, digital platform uh, platforms. And we're going to have more videos out of the album. 
so we're, we'll try to be very present, uh, uh, especially since we're not touring. We're we're really investing a lot of, uh, of a lot of energy and time into making Edge of Forever take you know the the big step and build the the right reputation that we think we 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 can get and um you know hopefully people will like it will will like our message will like our songs and will you know and once the world is ready for the tours we'll you know hopefully we'll we'll be there because we're we're getting offers and we're getting lots of attention so we really cannot wait to be out there playing our songs well i'll tell you you deserve all the offers and everything i mean you're such an amazing talent and uh we do appreciate so much you being on the show and uh what do you say same time next month yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember what's coming out in february but there must be a record Well, if you think that on January 1st, there's the new giant album that oh, I wrote yes. was mixed. It's crazy. I mean, sometimes when I saw the schedule, I was like, oh, no, not those two records together. But <laughs> no, but obviously, I mean, Edge of Forever is my main focus uh, promotion wise. But I mean, there, there surely there's a there's a record on February and March and May. <laughs> Well, <laughs> believe you me, I have no doubt that we could sit down and talk, and we would not have to worry about uh, about going over the same material again. Yeah, <laughs> so. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Alessandro Delvecchio, thank you so much, Edge of Forever, the seminal. The album is awesome. I urge everybody to listen to it, and uh, and we appreciate your time, and thank you so much, and all the best. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Morton. It's I really appreciate your support. And um, you know, up until the next interview, and uh, maybe we'll celebrate, you know, the success of Seminole for another Edge of Forever album with the pizza cake. Oh yes, yeah. I'm in. I'm oh, in. Yes, it's not the same, but any cake is any pizza is good for pizza cake. I, <laughs> that's, that's that's what I'm going to title this podcast. When I write it up. <laughs> Awesome. Thank Thanks. you so much. We'll talk we will talk to you soon. Ciao. Bye ciao. Now.
Get up on 